Hello, Christmas Flixers. Welcome back to episode 22 of Chicks on Christmas Flicks. We can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. I'm K.L. Brady, joined by Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen. Hello, listeners. <laughs> Getting close to the big day here. Yes, <laughs> we, are, we are rolling into the final week of oh, Christmas movies. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's the like... Climactic denouement. Here we go. I know. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. So the Hallmark season stops on uh, January 1st and Lifetime stops on December 25th. So, yeah. So next Friday is going to be it, pretty much it for Lifetime. I think they have like one like early on December 26th and that's it. It goes back to regular programming. Well, what is the regular programming? My family was asking me. They're like, is there like, are there like Easter movies? I mean, like, what, what do they do? No. Uh, so Lifetime pretty much does like reality TV and mm. a bunch of other stuff. Um, and then the Lifetime Movie Network is really ro- uh, romantic suspense movies. Okay. Um, yeah, it's mostly suspense. Um, you know, Hallmark is really the the place to go for like rom com stuff so um but but lifetime movie now um they do have their um their streaming service now their movie service uh like hm now where you mm-hmm. can actually subscribe and it's really cheap now i think it's like 23 bucks oh, and wow. and um uh, that's for like a year or, or six mm-hmm. months or something like that but um but you can then you can see all of their you know, all of their programming all year. So um, that is definitely something to look for. Um, I just got the email from Lifetime um, the other day and I was like, for 23 bucks, how can you pass it up? So even if I don't watch anything, I mean, the, if I watch two or three, I'm really getting my money for it. So. Wait um, a minute. What about the DVR? Does... <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you know, I have that. I have, the, I have, I have them all. I have everything. <laughs> I have the maximum cable. I have all the streaming services. That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, that's how I roll. You're never without. You're never without that. So the point is, if I want to see something, I, I may not ever watch it. But if I want to see it, I want to see it. Yeah. And, and I don't want to have to go through any crap. Oh, that's good. It, so so yeah. I have everything. Yeah. Good for so, you. Anyway. So if you haven't already, please check out episode 21. Uh, last week, we actually had a pretty darn good week in terms of the uh, the the movies, the quality of the movies that we had to review. So we gave our no spoilers recaps on In Love by Christmas, The Christmas Setup, which we both love, and Love, Light, and Hanukkah, which we both love. And we also gave our Hot or Not Chick Picks of the Week, which included a bunch of good stuff, at uh, at least for me. Uh, um, I mean, in terms of I had like a lot more time to like look at crap. So so you're going to hear a lot of that if you go back to episode 21. In this week's recaps, um, we've got Christmas on the Menu, A Christmas Exchange, A Christmas on the Menu was uh, Lifetime's Friday pick. Um, and then a Christmas exchange, which I did have time to watch on Lifetime. And then we also had a Christmas carousel on Hallmark. First things first, our St. Nick shout outs. As you know, we always begin the, th- the show by thanking our listeners. As always, we truly appreciate 
appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedules. Honest to goodness, I'm just amazing flabbergasted every time I go back and look at the sky and it's like more and more cities and um, it's just, a, you know, more people consistently downloading from week to week to week. So we know that our, our, our listeners are hanging with us, which is awesome. It means, you know, we haven't turned you off quite yet. <laughs> we still got time, though. We got, we got one more episode. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Today could be the day. I know. We're going down. We are going down today. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But anyway, so, I, you know, we appreciate you guys. So, of course, we pick our five listener locations. And we find a little bit of Christmas joy in your neighborhoods to talk about. So with that said, let's get started. Remember, we don't know who you are, but we know where you live. So this week's shout outs go to number one, which is going to be on me. And that is Budapest, Hungary. Okay. So I honestly like, it's just brimming with like Christmas tradition. <laughs> like seems to be like a, like a really beautiful Christmassy, uh, Christmassy spot. Um, they've got so much going on. It's crazy, but I'll start with the fact that they've got mold wine there as well. Like oh. a European thing, but they did, got- did you have any yet? I'm going to make some tonight. I forgot to send you the recipe. All right. I, I, but let me tell you what I did. I went on Amazon and I, I found a mold wine kit. Oh, you're kidding. Because What's in it? Did you get it yet? I haven't gotten it. It's supposed to come today. Oh, good. good. So I'm going to make the mold wine. I'm going to I'm gonna drive up to the liquor store and get my Cabernet Sauvignon and, and make my mold wine with my spices. Exciting. Oh, then we get to find out next episode how that came out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was really excited. So in Budapest, we get our mold wine. Um, and apparently they've got just all the Christmassy stuff going on, right? They've got the lights, they've got the wooden ornaments, they've got the great food. Oh my god, the pictures of food just made me Ooh. hungry this morning. I have not eaten yet. They've got, they've got a roasted chimney cake, um, goulash, Ooh. something called uh, a steaming glass of honey mead, which I think Ooh. is probably like a, some kind of brew, right? Mead is like a medieval, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a sweet beer kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and then, um, and then, so they have this thing called the uh, Street Food Caravan on Kaczynski Street, and there, let me tell you, this, the picture of this was just phenomenal. They had this thing of uh, this place called Colby's um, by Colby so- Kobe Sausages, and they mm-hmm. offer basically, it. You know how you have the the cone with the soft ice cream in it? Yeah. They uh, they give you a cone. It's like, but it's bread, and they put sausages and cheese and onions in it. That sounds pretty good. And, and, and all kinds of sauces and stuff. Oh Is my there a god! Picture of this delicacy. I, I think I put it. In oh the, good, good, in the, good. It's on Twitter. If you look at hashtag um, chicks on Christmas flicks on Twitter, you'll see my my hungry picture. But if I didn't post it, I am going to post it. <laughs> You're gonna look at this and you're gonna be like, I'm hungry. I Maybe want I'll try to make that. <laughs> I want to go there for that, seriously. Um, and then another thing they had, um, and what they have, what I didn't know, they have Europe's oldest Christmas market is in oh. Budapest. 
And it's called the Voro Smarty Square, which is, um, and it's called the Voro Smarty Square Christmas Market. And the pictures are just glorious. And those are definitely posted on Twitter. So if you look at hashtag Chicks on Christmas Flicks, you're going to see the pictures of the Christmas market there. So those are just a few things out of Budapest. So thank you for joining us, Budapest. This is exciting. I'm so excited to have it you guys. It is exciting. I want to see that sausage cone thing. <laughs> oh, my God. It was <laughs> I just wanted to like snatch it, like chew, chew my screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds pretty so, good. Awesome. Okay. Well, next up we have uh, Lake Stevens, Washington. It looks like it's such a beautiful, obviously it's on the lake, uh, beautiful location. So they normally have a Dickens fair, um, which sounds amazing. Yes. Yeah, not this year. (laughs) But that's okay. But it's a tradition. We're going to get back to it. Next year. It is. It's a cool tradition and um, it's it's nice. But they do have a Santa uh, somewhere. He's um, for, uh, at the Stevens house, Santa, Stevens Santa house, and there's fresh cookies and and something called a lifelike reindeer pulling the sleigh. I that piqued my interest. I'm not sure what that means exactly. Well, it sounds, it sounds kind of fun. <laughs> is it like people dressed up like a reindeer? Is it like a horse that they put antlers on? I mean, we don't know. But so it does sound fun. So welcome Lake Stevens and we're excited to find out more about your dick and stare next year. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> next up we have Beverly, Massachusetts. Um, they have a really rockin' holiday parade with log rolling and bands and floats and they have like a live stream of it even. They have like videos of it and stuff. But not this year. So, you know, um, but they did have, I think, some live streaming of their awesome traditional parade, uh, I think earlier in the month at the end of November, so people could still get their their holiday jolly going. So welcome, Beverly, Massachusetts. Yay, welcome. And last up on my list, a place where the COVID is not so bad. New Zealand. We all know about their awesome prime minister. Prime minister, right? Uh, Auckland, Auckland, New Zealand. So these people uh, did not seem to cancel anything. Okay, they have a lot going on. They have outdoor Christmas movies. Oh they have, wow! Oh yeah. Oh, I know, right? I mean, that sounds awesome. Especially, oh. don't you just so, so jealous going doing I'm anything? So jealous. I know. They have something called Experience a Polish Christmas, oh. which is like a two. I know. I would totally do that. I would love that. It's like a two-hour kind of engagement, which sounds so fun. They have a Christmas train. They have carols by candlelight. The oh. Runaway Reindeer Play, and something that seems like an actual Christmas circus called the, the Enchanted Christmas. Now they're bringing it big, Auckland, so oh, to go. Yeah. yeah, it's the Enchanted Christmas Show. It's where they have like acrobats and singing and comedy and magic, and you can go through Santa's house and post a letter to Santa and see the giant snow globe. And, you know, it's very, it's, it's, um, it's under the big top. So, uh, way, way to bring it, Auckland. 
you guys, I think it's really hot there too. It's you know because it's the reverse of us. Um, it's right. kind of like summer for them, so probably easy to get super super festive and do things outside and all yeah. that. So uh, yeah. yeah, that was that was way to go, New Towns. We're excited to have you. That is very exciting. Welcome. And so then number five on our list this is a surprise entry for me. But I am so excited to have you guys, Port of Prince Haiti. So I just want to say a big thank you to the people in um, Port of Prince. Um, strong, strong, beautiful people. I know Haitians personally, just wonderful, just down to earth people. Um, strong they people. The they accent. Oh, they have the best accents. I love the oh Haitian. Gosh. It's so musical. It's, it's beautiful to listen to. And, the, and the Haitian men. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't I think walk. I know any Haitian guys. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Maybe you should put one of their pictures up on Instagram. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's kind of nice. So anyway. Great things about Haiti and Christmas. So they have like, um, apparently it's like Haitian Creole slash French traditions, right? So um, they the the they say how they say Merry Christmas is, um, and I'm gonna use some of my uh, 12th grade French, uh, Joyeux Noël in uh, French, and they say Joyeux Noël in Creole, Haitian Creole. Oh, so that's Joye Noe, huh? Yeah, Joye Noe. Yep. And then, so their tradition is like early in December, they go to the mountains and they cut fresh trees. Oh, nice. And, and they bring them home and they decorate them with the bright ornaments and all of that kind of stuff. So that's wonderful. But here's a cool thing. So apparently in it's tradition to like have the nativity scene at the bottom of your tree. Mm-hmm. And the, apparently the the these scenes get so big that they like take up most of the living room. Wow! <laughs> I mean, they're really like how oh, cool done up scenes, right? And then this is the cool thing. So the kids to get Christmas, and, and I heard this tradition actually in another in a like Scandinavian country or something like this, where on. Uh, on Christmas Eve, the kids put shoes under the tree. Oh, uh, yeah, I think they do that in Holland. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so they, they put shoes under the tree. Well, the, the shoes are filled with straw, and um, and they hope that Santa will come the next day, and, and that Santa will remove the straw and then put presents around the shoes, right? So that is kind of the I thought that was like That's a really, cool. is really... Is he called Santa there? So he's called... Tantan Noel. Oh, Tantan? Tantan. Not cool. Santa. Tantan cool. Noel. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cool? All the different so- Santas and their names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So then there's like a lot of like amazing food and stuff like that. They their their traditional fare is like red beans and rice, which is killer mm, oh yeah. <laughs> for me. I love me some red beans and rice, fried plantains, love it, love it, love it. Um, corn pudding, things like that. So mm. all you know the Caribbean traditional food I love. So um, anyway, that's all I got for Haiti. But thank you so so much for joining us, Haiti. So 
now it's time for some ho 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 holiday headlines. So I only got a couple things this week, but I thought they were really cute. <laughs> okay, so the first thing is I received in my mail a list of the top 10 most Christmassy cities in oh. the United States. Oh, okay. and I was rather shocked by some of the ones on the list. Oh, so, like which ones? So I'm going to go through the list from 10 okay. to 1. From 10 to 1. Okay, so in 10 is Red Wing, Minnesota. Never heard of it. Okay. But okay, I'm going with it. It's probably number, charming. Number 9 is New York, New York. Okay. Now, for me, I love New York Christmases. Seriously. I get that. I mean, the Rockettes, the Christmas show. Yeah, the, it, it, the, the decorations, yeah. the trees, the, tree, the yeah. ice skating. That makes, sense. that makes sense. I can get that. Yes. Love it. Here's one I was shocked about. Las Vegas. Oh. Oh. What do you have to like, pay to get on this list? <laughs> <laughs> that does not seem... That's like the least Christmassy city I could come up with, I think. Jingle Bells. There's nothing, well, it's festive, I guess. I don't know. Uh, all right, what else? <laughs> okay. Durango, Colorado. Now, okay. we've got a few places in Colorado, so they seem to get their Christmassy on, and it's mountainous and snowy, mm -hmm. and I can see that. Um, same thing with Burnsville, Pennsylvania. Okay. So, yeah. I can, can kind of see it. You know, we, on sure. the East Coast, we roll with Christmas, I guess. Yeah. Vegas uh, is definitely the outlier so far. <laughs> so far the outlier, but yeah. there's a couple more. Mm. So then we have Newport, California. Hmm. Cause well, they probably had to do some on the West Coast, you know. Yeah, I guess you got to pick something, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's one you and I will both be familiar with. Williamsburg, Virginia. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. old town. Charming. I get it. Charming. Yep. Yeah, charming. Rhinebeck, New York. I'm not familiar with hmm. that. Probably upstate. Yeah, yeah. And then here is one that I was really familiar with, but for reasons about this podcast. Santa Claus, Indiana. <laughs> And it was actually featured in a, in a TV Christmas movie. I remember that one. Yeah, I thought they made that up. <laughs> no, it's a real city. Wow, wow. From, from Lifetime's movie, Snowed In. There's a big Santa. I'm looking at yes. it now. Like, when you go to the town, there's like this huge, I don't know how big this Santa is. He looks really large. It's <laughs> all over the place. And oh, then... Number one. So that was number two. Now you think number two is Santa Claus, Indiana? <laughs> what's number what's number one? Uh, it, it's Frankenmuth, Michigan. Frankenmuth, Michigan. I got no idea. I didn't have time to look that one up either. So so those are our top ten. Most Christmassy oh, city. You know why? I just looked it up. It looks like a little. It looks like a little German village. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Settled by Dutch German Kuno's people from some oh, kind of yeah. Okay. It's incredibly charming. It looks like you just got dropped into Europe. Okay. Yeah. There you. Well, there you have little it. Bridges and alpine. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I am cool. going to include these cities 
uh, sound like good destination cities when we're able to travel again. If people want to go to the most Christmassy cities in the United States, we'll put these in the show notes so that That you'll be able to find them. Yeah, those look great. This looks great. I would love to go to Frankenmuth. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I really would love to go to Santa Claus, Indiana, because of the show. I want to see if that go on a road tour, man. <laughs> I want to see if that inn is there, right? I, I want to see. You I want to get a bus and just, you know. <laughs> you know, I grew up in Ohio, so Indiana is like right next door, you know. Oh um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyway, so that's it for that part of the news. And then the second thing is this really cool thing. Um, and you can find the link to this on at Chicks on Christmas Flick. But there's a Christmas quiz. Can you spot the fake Christmas movie? <laughs> so they give you. I, I think I'm gonna fail this. Okay. <laughs> so they give you like ten like scenarios, and you have to guess which one is based on a real Great. Christmas movie. Where did you find this? <laughs> yes. It was, it was one of these things in my little research thing, but oh boy. <laughs> yeah. so the link and anybody could take the quiz and it's really, it's actually kind of fun. I, the Christmas queen, nor of all Christmas movies got eight out of 10. So oh. it was not an easy quiz at all. <laughs> oh, I'm probably going to fail. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. I'll let you know what happens. <laughs> but anyway, so that is was um that's pretty much it for the ho 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 holiday headlines this week. So please go check out our Twitter. Go check out our hashtag. We all we got all kinds of goodness happening on that page. Yeah. All right. So now we're moving on to this week's recaps. Um. So again, we had three movies on the recap list. Um. Kathleen was able to watch one. I was able to watch all three. So let's get to it. Um, what, uh, the first one we're going to do is The Christmas Carousel by um, uh, with Rachel Boston and Neil Bledsoe. Okay. Um, uh, can I just say, I didn't watch it. I mean, I, I couldn't even believe the ads for this thing. When yeah, I just was watching the ads, I was like, this looks terrible. Okay, so let me just tell you. I was kind of surprised by this one. So basically... Uh, a royal family hires um, hires a father and uh, and daughter to renovate a Christmas carousel um, that was built by their grandfather, by her grandfather, by his father, um, in this country called Marvania or something. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, so um, I got to tell you, I went into this. I was like, really, Hallmark. Another Christmas oh, movie. Another character. Another, and let's add some royals into it. Another, <laughs> again, really Hallmark. Oh, oh, we're not royaled out yet, okay? Is this what you really want to do with this two hours, Hallmark? And Hallmark was like, yes, and what about it? Are you going to watch or not? <laughs> and I got to tell you, I got nothing except... I actually like this movie. You liked it? I, <laughs> and I was not expecting I was going to like, I was like, oh my God, here we go again, Hallmark. I can't believe how many times you're going to do this story. And I got to tell you, I liked the movie. And I didn't want to like it. And I fought tooth and nail against liking it every minute. And it sucked me in. 
Wow. Okay. You you made you made me love you, Christmas Carousel. Darn you. I mean, I didn't want to love you, but you made me. And I have to say, the thing that really kind of uh, took the performance over the top was the prince. To me, Neil Bledsoe nailed that whole prince role. Um, he pretty much stole the show. He was kind of beautifully complex. He played that character a lot deeper. A, a lot more than the surface deep princes that we've seen in royal movies. Oh, okay. And for that reason, he really, for me, he is the reason that that movie uh, really kind of stuck with me and that made me really love that movie. He really knocked that role out of the park. Um, so the, the deal is with him, right? The reason why I was pretty kind of complex is because, you know, it was, um, I don't think it's a old, a new story so much as just how he played it, right? But you have this, um, this, uh, prince who is kind of, um, he's kind of trapped in tradition, right? But he wants to be something else. And so he's struggling against his family tradition. He's struggling against his father who seems to want him to just be very staunch king and all those kind of stuff. And then he kind of meets this breath of fresh air person who kind of reminds him that he can make a choice about what he wants to be. Um, it, that it is his choice. And especially as king, that you can make your choice up the kind of king you want to be. So, um, and then she has kind of the same problem. She's in this family tradition with this business and she wants to do something else. And so she has got to face herself. So in trying to teach him a lesson, she's got to learn the lesson for her own life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not the, your basic, okay. you know. Yeah, a little depth in there. So I got to tell you though, this is funny. And I, I promised on Twitter, I would reveal this on, on the show. <laughs> But there was one glitch that you know how you're like you've got that keen eye and then you point stuff out i felt like i had the the kathleen eye when i saw this <laughs> so here's what happened so you know of course in the movies there's always and it doesn't matter it's a rom-com or whatever christmas movie rom-com whatever there's always a point where somebody walks away right so there's a point where she walks away and she decides she's gonna go home and let him you know, do what he has to do for his tradition and stuff. She knows she can't be a part of that tradition. So, um, so she goes outside this venue and then she gets in this truck, the SUV. And it's a Ford Expedition. Okay. Now, now we're in Europe. <laughs> in Royal Europe. Well, do, you, do you really think Royals in Europe are gonna get in a Ford Expedition. Maybe it's like the status symbol there. <laughs> no, Hallmark. It, no, it wasn't in the budget. Hallmark coming up for the Range Rover. Pony up. <laughs> you got a pony up for the Range Rover. So that was the little glitch for me that I found that was completely forgivable because the movie was so good. I was shocked. Wow. So for I'll me, catch it. Okay. <laughs> solid four. This is a solid four star wow. movie. Wow. Nice. Solid, solid four. All right. So for the next movie, uh, we got Christmas on the menu. Lifetime. Uh, Kim Shaw 
and Clayton James. Now, this is the kind of foodie movie, right? Um, basically, uh, a food critic, Tanner, follows the subject of one of his bad reviews, Josie, to her um, mother's new bed and breakfast. So she's opening, her mother's opening up this bed and breakfast, and she... Josie, the the chef, is going to be baking all of the... uh, She's going to be, like, producing all of the baked goods for that. Like, the the recipes for the baked goods, right? So, um... So, the the dilemma is kind of, you know, he's given her a bad review before. So, um... She thinks he doesn't like her. And if he gives her, uh... Her mom's bed and, uh... Ben and Bistro, a bad review, it's going to ruin, it's going to ruin her mother's business. All because, you know, he's chasing after her to, to give her a bad review is what she thinks in her head. And then the flip side of it, his dilemma is, you know, he's, he's following her because he, he kind of likes her and, but he's got to write a fair review. And, but can he be, uh, you know, can he be, um, give a fair review if he's falling for her, right? That's kind of the, the story. So I, I what did the part that you, you saw, what did you think about it? <laughs> yeah, I can't make it. I, can't make it. <laughs> I tried to watch it again and they wanted to charge me like four bucks and I was like, not that motivated. I liked it. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought the chemistry was good. I liked, you know, that was again, the plot like you mentioned on the carousel one where she's kind of trying to get back to her roots she was you know yeah. they're kind of which is a an enduring theme in these movies right yeah. it's like be true to yourself be true to your small town values and your traditions uh-huh. and you don't have to make everything fancy and urban and urbane and so um I liked it. I thought it was, you know, visually, it was nice to look at. It was Christmassy feeling and, you know, yeah. So it was good. I was bummed I fell asleep. And then I asked my husband, like, what happened? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. What? He's like, I don't know. You know. Don't listen to this, Carla. Then he starts telling me the plot of the next one that came on. one after it i forget i don't know he and my daughter were watching it i guess i have to get with her because she will remember that is hilarious <laughs> what did you think of it should i catch it next oh. year when it comes on again personally i really liked it to me it was, it was like a really total feel-good story mm-hmm. um, and basically you know for me you know as an artist you know as a writer artist i get it i get the whole you know, the temptation to tra- chase the trends, right? Right, right. To write to the trends or to mm-hmm. sing to the trends or whatever, uh, whatever you do, but to follow the trends to try and right. um, find that popularity versus just doing what's true to yourself and not realizing that if you do what's true to yourself and you really love what you're doing, that is going to bleed through yeah. everything that you yes, do mm-hmm. and um and so that to me was like the hook of the story right so for me that's what made the story work um and and that is the struggle through the movie and i think ultimately that is the, the struggle for both of the main characters in the movie in different ways they fight the same fight right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, 
So, um, so for me, like I said, I, I really like that. I definitely think this is a one to watch. I got to tell you, it's still on my DVR. I feel like I, I got to watch it one more time before I make a decision on yeah, whether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it, I liked it a lot too. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's still on my DVR, and uh, I, we'll see what happens at the end of the season, like what survives and what doesn't survive. You'll need to have a recap for us. But but it is it's still there for now, and then. Um, uh, the Christmas Carousel is actually still on my DVR. I feel like I want to watch it one more time before I make a decision on deleting it. <laughs> I mean, this tells you, right? It's still on my DVR. I couldn't delete it. I tried. I like put my hand on the delete button and I was like, I really think I want to see this one more time before I delete it. So yeah. So that tells you about how I feel about it. If, okay. if it's a quick delete, you know. I mean, how do you even keep track? You have so many. Aren't there some duds on there now that you? No, I I always purge, but I I did I purged one today to kind of make room. Um, oh. so, but I'll talk about that later. Okay. So then, <laughs> the number three movie, um, for this week was A Christmas Exchange on Lifetime. Now it stars. It's funny. One of the names is kind of flower childish I will just tell you right now but the man is fine okay so uh the the uh the the actors were Laura Vander Vandervoort Vandervoort and um and the 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 guy player was uh Rainbow Sun Franks wow (laughs) His name is Rainbow oh. Sun Franks, and it's he's a guy. It's interesting that Rainbow went into acting. I think he, his parents would have encouraged him to become an organic farmer or something. He is English. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. He is. He is. He's not only English. He's black in English. Oh, look at him. Huh. <laughs> With Rainbow Sun Franks. So yeah, he's cute. Hey, yeah, he's way cute. Uh, and he's really, really cute in the movie. So this is a house swap story with a twist. Oh, that's so, fun. So it is in the vein of the holiday, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Remember with uh, oh, Cameron? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love that movie. And that girl from the Titanic. What, what, what's her name? I can't remember. Kate Winslet. Yeah, Kate Winslet. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, in it. yeah. it's in that vein, right? Okay. Um, Hallmark's got a couple movies, but there is a really good twist on this one that is not in any of the other movies. Um, so what I will say, uh, coming out one, this is based on a Harlequin novel. Okay. So my, you know, I'm probably biased a little bit, but when, uh, movies are based on books, authors have had a chance to flesh the whole story out, right? Mm -hmm. You've got like 50 to 80,000 words to like flesh the story out. And to me, that makes for richer, you, you have a lot more to draw from when you're making a screenplay, right? So a lot of times that happens. It just makes it a richer uh, movie. And to me, that probably helps. Um, but the the book is called Molly Cooper's Dream Date by Barbara Hane. So I want to give a shout out to the author. All right. So um, I will have um, the link to this in the show notes if, if anybody wants to go look it up. But anyway, so he plays this English gentleman who wants to, he's in this high powered business, wealthy, um, and he wants to quit running this business to go write a book, to go write a book, a novel, right? And um, she wants to travel to London to meet an English gentleman 
and to get a job with the publishing firm that publishes romances. Now, the backstory with her is um, she has this very uh, idealized view of romance. And she and her grandma used to read these romance novels together and her grandmother passed away. And so she's left with kind of this list of things that she wanted to do, um, you know, based on her relationship with her grandmother. And on this list is meet an English gentleman like, like they used to read about in the romance novels and to get this big publishing job, right? So, so anyway, she decides to follow her dream. He decides to follow his, they go on a uh, site, they end up swapping and they're both in each other's places. And honestly, it, to me, again, it's been done, but it was so fresh. <laughs> it was so fresh. I loved it. I love them. Um, the, the, the chemistry was really good between them. So what I will say is the comedy's good. The chemistry's good. The story is really good. It's a nice twist. Yes, it's the same, but it is very different. Um, and I think... Uh, to me, this was like, this is one that is definitely not going off. Like this stays on the DVR. All right. Definite DVR material. This is is a solid like four and a half for me. That's a solid four and a half for me. I try to see like how I feel about this versus five star Christmas, which, you know, I, I felt was like close to a five, right? Mm-hmm. If they're in the same neighborhood, like I'm not sure that I could let either one go in terms of my, my DVR. At the end of the season, I know these two movies will be on my DVR. Other stuff might get deleted, but these two will survive. Five star Christmas will survive. And the Christmas exchange will survive. I don't know how you keep track of them, honestly. I had to just look up Five Star Christmas because they all have the same titles to me. Yeah. They all, they all, they're so similar. <laughs> Not for me, but I'm just yeah. really used to the actors. Yes. Yeah. yeah so. in and in. Yeah. Da, 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 da. And it's Christmas yeah. and that Christmas. And that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know all this stuff. So, but like I say, you know, when you love Christmas movies, it's just, it's not like a learning thing for me. It's just what I automatically pick up because I really and truly love Christmas movies. So, um, you know, when you have that that passion for liking something, then, you know, it just attaches in your brain, even if you're not trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, but anyway, so that is really it for our recaps for this week. Um, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with our hot or not um, chick picks for the week. Stay with us. Now available on paperback and an ebook, the hilarious romantic comedy The Twelve Daves of Christmas by USA Today best-selling author K.L. Brady. Both recovering from heartbreak, Gabby and Dave fall for each other after Dave sends a misdirected text message to the wrong woman. But it's a comedy of errors when they try to meet face to face. Murphy's Law strikes and they may never see or speak to each other again. However, Gabby thinks Dave may be the one, so she accepts the mission to unite them before Christmas Day. Now she's got 8 days and 12 Daves to find the man of her dreams. But Dave is hiding something. Three big things. Even if Gabby finds him, will his secrets keep them apart? 
Rediscover all the joy and wonder of the Christmas season when you pick up this heartwarming story today. To find out more about the 12 Daves of Christmas, visit klbradyauthor.com or pick up your copy at Amazon, Apple, Kobo, or Barnes & Noble today. Chicks on Christmas Flicks. So we recapped our movies for the week. Now we're on to our hot or not picks. Starting with Kathleen. So what you got for us this week, Kathleen? Okay, I've, I watched so many Christmas movies this week. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this is what I mean. Like they run, I'm like, well, there was that one where there was the person. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the names of them, you know? But I did, there were three that I did jot down some notes on. So the first one I watched was California Christmas on Netflix. Oh, wow, okay. How was that? I've just heard mixed reviews. I didn't get to watch it though. I really liked it. I really liked it. Yeah, so it stars, Carla told me always have to include the names. It stars (laughs) Lauren York and Josh Swickland who are actually married in real life. Oh, wow. That's cool. It is cool. And honestly, I think you can see that chemistry. So um, the thing about Cal- the, the plot of California Christmas is good. It's about this, you know, and, and not nothing again like cataclysmically different than what we're used to. Mm-hmm. You know, the woman's on a struggling ranch, and the rich playboy has to like you know make good for his family, and has to go there and get her to convince her to sell her land. And mm-hmm. you can imagine what happens. But there's yeah. there's a, there's a twist in the beginning uh, that I won't giveaway uh that is fun and good and there the side characters are really fun and good um i really liked it the plot was good uh worst thing i can say about that movie is they did not have a ton of uh it doesn't have a lot of christmasy feels because mm. it is in california you know <laughs> there's like there's no snow and there's not it's it's not like super super it's not going to give you you know, the winter wonderland feels with like cookie decorating and snowmen or anything like that. Um, But it's a good story. And, you know, it's always a plus for me when it's on Netflix because then I can watch it um, and I don't fall asleep. (laughs) I do. So yeah, I give it like, I don't know. I give it like a four and a half. I don't know. Wow. It's fun. I think you should give it a try. It's funny. I will. Uh, I don't think it's going to make it to your DVR, but, uh, you know, you know, something new. Then I watched, okay, and this one I was like, there's no way I'm going to like this, but it was just, I just leave them on all day, much to my family's uh, dismay. This one was (laughs) called Christmas at Graceland. Oh, yeah. No, there's more than one. Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Which one did you watch? It's like Godwinks, right? They have like these little sub, sub... (laughs) Yeah, I watched Over the Holidays, so it's from 2019, and I was I'm watching this thing, and I'm like, wow, that really looks a lot like Adrian Grenier. It is. Remember? Yes. It, it, it is. is. Yeah. I, I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, Adrian Grenier does uh, Hallmark movies. He's done two. He's done two. Wow. Yeah. So he's cute. He and is. I love him. And then Caitlin Doubleday is the woman in it. Yep. And the plot, and so if you want to get your Christmassy feels on, this one is a good one, although completely unrealistic because it makes Memphis 
look like it's some kind of winter wonderland. Like there's yeah. snow in the streets, and I'm like, yeah. I don't think Memphis is that cold. You know? Well, you know, it's Tennessee. <laughs> I, I, you know, it has. It's like the, our area. You know what I mean? Sometimes it'll be, you know, dry, and then other times it'll get snow. So I don't know. I, it's like a little winter wonderland. It just. Like, yeah, just I, I don't think. I don't think you're um, gonna get the Wonderland feels, the but the weird yeah. thing is Priscilla Presley like yeah. comes into it, and I'm yeah. like, God, she's still alive. I didn't even yeah. <laughs> and she's uh, not a good actress, but that's okay. Uh, it adds an element of odd. Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Her role is so small. It is. Yeah. It's just a cameo. Mm -hmm. So, did you watch this one? Have I did. It? I've seen it before. I'm sure you have, girl. <laughs> So the plot is that there's this woman visiting her sister and family, and she she's a curator all over Europe and stuff. And while she's there, she meets this neighbor, uh, single dad with three kids, and she kind of takes on this like temporary nanny role. And you know you can imagine what ensues. But I it was good. I liked it. I give it like a three and a half. Okay. I was surprised. I was surprised it was you know. That's I, I feel I feel about the same about that. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not great. Yeah, if I had a DVR, I wouldn't DVR. Let's put it that right. way. Exactly. So, it was a nice, it was a nice afternoon watch. Um, okay, and then the last one I watched uh, was called Picture Perfect Christmas. Oh, okay. Yep. Mayor Patterson. Oh mm -hmm. yes, you're right, girl. <laughs> and, and John Core. And John Core guy. Yeah. Um, so this one is also from 2019. It's about it's kind of a similar plot. This photographer who comes home for the holidays and she has to look after her grandmother and then the next door neighbor has a kid or he's like an uncle who kind of the, the kid's parents died and so he's taking anyway it's got the same kind of a thing where you know what do i really want to do and what's important to me and she's building this relationship you know and the gram i don't know it, i don't need to tell you much more about the plot i don't think um no it's very very pretty it's very christmasy to look at um the, the side plots are good uh the, it's not so bad on the diversity it's not as it's not fabulous but it's, it's decent uh and i liked it i liked it a lot it's like a nice mess you know it, it was it was good so um I, they had great chemistry that's mm -hmm. what i thought about that one so i give this one i don't know like a four that i would yeah, say the same i, I would know. give it like a three and a half to a four yeah yeah, yeah it's pretty good um because she's she's adorable and yeah they just you just keep waiting for them to get together you it's do it's kind of annoying you know but that's yeah. the good that's that's the angst that we like you know then it's yeah. <laughs> and, and we're relieved at the end it's <laughs> yeah so yes maybe my scoring was a little higher today than usual usual because I really need some happiness and some Christmas movies in my life right now. Oh, man. Girl. <laughs> They're all great. Girl. That's a word. That is a word. <laughs> <sighs> so, anyway, what did you watch? Okay. So, first thing I watched was, um, and I made, I was committed to watching this if I didn't watch anything else, which is A Sugar and Spice Christmas on Lifetime with the all Asian cast. Oh, I forgot about that one. Oh my gosh, that one looks really good. Was it good? It was so good. Oh no, why did you put that in my list? I forgot. 
God. I am sorry. But I, it was in the previous week's list because it was on that oh, Sunday. Right, right, right. It was right. on the Sunday. Thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. sugar and spice Christmas. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So if you can catch that before. Uh, anyway, so the long story short, I'm not going to get into a lot of detail with the plots on these, but I just want to give the high level and tell you it's a hot and you got to watch it. So basically, eh, all of these movies this year, I don't know why they are like, like yanking at my heartstrings. So in this one, she has lost her grandmother. I just lost my grandmother. So, you know, I, I, obviously we're coming in like, I'm coming in. Yeah, all, you're all like, ready tell me life. more. Right. You know what I mean? Thank you. And so she's lost her grandmother and, um, and she's this a successful architect, right? She used to love baking, but since her grandmother passed, she doesn't bake. Um, so um, she comes home after this long ab- absence. She didn't want to go home because her grandmother passed. She didn't want to face it, right? But anyway, she comes back home, and her town is joining this big baking contest. Um, and the baking contest will give them money to fix this community center that her grandmother loved, right? Oh. So the the so she basically like within you know five or ten minutes into the movie, she gets kind of uh, forced almost into participating in this baking contest, mm-hmm. and uh, she's she's in on a team with like three other people. Everybody's got way different personality. She's way intense, you know really just you know a go-getter and all this kind of stuff and everybody else is kind of like you know they've really got the hawaii vibe you know just kind of like hanging <laughs> you know we're cool so so you've got she's kind of got to whip everybody into no, no, i'd be like if i was in the baking contest yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the, you know there's a balance of how do you bring the best out of people that kind of thing mm-hmm. but but what I will say is so th- there's that part of the movie but the way they told this movie and I will tell you will see it in immediately this to me goes into my no cookie cutter category right this is not a cookie and that is a pun pun Ooh. intended but there, this goes into my no cookie cutter ca- cookie cutter category in terms of how they um how how this movie played out because um they basically you'll see it's really cute i don't i don't really want to even give it no it sounds good and that's high praise because if it's got a new plot uh i'm all over it you gotta see (laughs) how they told this story this to me this actually felt it had a feel like it could have been um in a theater oh wow it it, it had that kind of feel to me so it was funny the chemistry with the all the characters were wonderful they gave all of them wonderful backstories it was great depth i loved it this is definitely a four and a half still on my dvr i could not move it off i couldn't so yeah i know my my dvr is heavy right now I gotta yeah, you're gonna have to make some tough choices pretty soon. I gotta make some tough choices, but this was not coming off. I loved it. This will be on it after, you know, when the season ends. Sugar Spice Christmas, Five Star Christmas, and um and the Christmas Exchange. Those three will be on my DVR at the now. I don't know, some other stuff is gonna come off, but these three will be on. These are ones that I wanna watch again. And you're gonna know from the scene one 
why I loved how they told this story. So wow. awesome! It's All definitely- right, I'm psyched. Okay, and okay. so then a, a couple of other ones that were to me hot-ish. Um, they were not hot, um, but they were hot-ish. Okay, so one hot-ish was a Glen book, a Glenbrook Christmas. It was on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Um, it was Autumn Reeser and Antonio Cupo. That's why I was so interested in watching this movie in the first place. These two were in a movie called Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And Christmas movie lovers on Hallmark know this movie and they love it. This is like one of my favorite things that got me like um, starting to watch as a fan of uh, Autumn Reeser and Antonio Cupo. They were both, they're beautiful people. And this movie is funny. Love at the Thanksgiving Day Parade is really funny. So I went into this with kind of high hopes but it was on homework movies and mysteries which means it's usually a little sad right um you know usually it's a little more dramatic and less funny if it's on that channel if it premieres on that channel so i was like really hoping to see them in another kind of comedy kind of thing and you know so that's probably kind of set me off but anyway basically she is an heiress um, and an heiress whose parents have uh, whose parents have died in a car accident, and the the tie to them is this town called Glenbrook, right? So she wants to go back to this town to be with them to to feel connected to them again, and um, she meets a local firefighter. Now the firefighter is T- Antonio Cupo. Um, he's leery of getting involved. He's had a heartbreak. And he got deceived in this past relationship. And um, he's got some disdain for rich people because they've kind of uh, overtaken the town and made things too expensive for regular people, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, the greedy developers that have come in and done that stuff. So, anyway, he's kind of got a disdain for rich people. And so she is rich. And she is hiding who her identity is. And he (laughs) does not like people who deceive him. And he doesn't like rich people. So therein lies the conflict. Um, Again, it was a likable movie. You know, you definitely could not walk away from this saying, oh, I hated that. No, it was a likable movie. It had good drama, good twists and turns. A little false outrage in there, you know, um kind of towards the end but all in all i i enjoyed it it was uh i would give this around a three and a half maybe a three now uh love at the thanksgiving day parade is really kind of closer to a five for me so that tells you this one was not as good as that Uh, for people who want to know the two movies you know it's not as good as that one but it is good so if you haven't seen it you could definitely uh, get some enjoyment. It definitely didn't have that fun, the humor, the play, and all of that. This is not a romantic comedy. It is a drama. <laughs> so, uh, you know, take that for what it's worth. All right. The, the next one I had is Christmas Comes Twice. Um, this had Tamara Maori and um, Michael Xavier. And um, basically, this was the kind of time travel do-over story. So Tamara plays this successful scientist um, who's basically chosen a career in science over her. Oh, I saw that. Her passion. Yeah, I saw that too. (laughs) Meteorology, right? Um, So then the question was, um, she's questioned in herself whether 
she should have taken her first path, which was meteorology, or whether she should have become a scientist. And so um, I enjoyed the movie. Um, a couple things stuck out stuck out for me. One is that it, she's a black STEM girl, right? And I think we need to see more black STEM girls, absolutely, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So I definitely, I definitely liked it for that. And then, um, and, and so I thought that was uh, important. And then, um, so there were a, there were a few little time story glitches in the story for me. Uh, that, <laughs> that didn't quite sell it. Now, Hallmark has done time travel movies and they have done tri- time travel movies really well. Namely, Just in Time for Christmas, which now plays on Hallmark movies and mysteries um, most often, but I think it started out on Hallmark. But to me, that was the way a time a, a time travel movie on a Hallmark channel you know, for a TV Christmas movie, that's how it should be done. The way they did it in that one was super good. Um, they didn't execute as well in this one. There were some glitches in there. And so for those glitches were kind of things that kind of pulled me out of the story. But all in all, I really enjoyed it though. I have to say, like, I didn't walk away like, oh. it, it was really nice to see the STEM girl. It was really nice to see the relationship with the teacher and how teachers mold students. I like, like that shout, too. Yeah. Shout out to teachers and the hard jobs they have to do and her realizing that being a teacher is not easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was something I loved. Their relationship, the relationship between the couple I, th- I thought it started out really well. Like, like I said, the time travel thing kind of made it weird at the end, but th- there was good chemistry between them. So I definitely liked that. So all in all, like I, I definitely, this is like a three and a half for me, you know? So it's definitely watchable and stuff. A few glitches, they're they're probably forgivable. They, I probably will forgive them like after this show. show. But for now, I, I would give it like a three and a half. So that's, that's where I was on that. All right. And then, so my last ones, and I'm going to group these for reasons that you will understand in a minute, is I watched some own channel movies, own TV channels. You know, that's Oprah's Network, right? So she has a few movies. And here's what I will say overall about watching anything on OWN right now. OWN is just starting out in the Christmas movie business. And it shows. <laughs> so okay. what you're going to get is movies like the first Hallmark movies. Like, uh, to me, they don't have to start so at the beginning because you have so many stations that have, you know what I mean? So many screenwriters. Well, tell us, so tell us why they're like the beginning Hallmark movies for those uh, of us who haven't been watching from the beginning. So the... So the acting is, you know, it's, yeah. they've got really new actors in it. I, I think okay. it's probably the newness of the actors, right? These are unknowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of, it feels like me giving a job to my nephew who mm-hmm. acted in the high school play. I thought it was awesome. So I put him in a movie. Okay. All <laughs> right. The acting's me, a little wooden. All right. It kind of gave me that feel but the stories were actually good they just to me weren't executed the best but again i feel like that's a growing pain in that as as own like 
um, matures in this market that they're going to get better and they can they can get a you know they can they, there's a lot of room to grow i will say that so here's so one i watched was baking christmas where this mom decided she's going to retire and sell her bakery and then all the kids have all these different talents and all of them want the bakery for one reason or another so she decides to hold a competition to see and whoever wins gets the bakery basically very very cute family story um in this one they actually had some like really good seasoned actors in it but then the the stars were kind of the ones who were younger i mean the the main characters were the ones who were newer to acting you could tell so they had some very seasoned actors uh, playing against some very you know some 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 new so and it was the same thing for the second one a christmas for mary now two big heavy hitters in this one they had vivica fox in this one and it had jack hay and uh, harry in this one so if you see those two names you're gonna think "Ooh, that yeah. was, you're gonna knock that that's out of the park winner yeah suck me in with it but they have very small parts in the movie. Oh, I hate when they do that. Yeah. I mean, that is the rookie error. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, starring. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's but, starring, you know, whatever. Yeah, Vivica yeah. Fox, she's in it for like two minutes. Yeah. That really irritates exactly. me. And so then they had this young actress. Oh, she was beautiful. And, you know, the cast is beautiful and everything. But... Honestly, when you're up against Lifetime and you're up against BET even, and you're up against Hallmark, you got to step it up just a little bit with the Christmas movies, you know? <laughs> well, if anybody can come on, if you want my help, I am happy I to- I was going to say, they should hire you to be a consultant, lady. I will <laughs> consult and I will help. You're going to come out strong next year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. But like I said, I, I think they're going in the right direction. And I they've got a little room to grow in the in the Christmas market. Now they do so many wonderful other things. What else do they do? Um and she's got a lot of like other really good uh series on that. I, I won't get into that here, but there's a lot of other great series on that show. The scripted shows that are fantastic on own. But in the Christmas movie market, it's a different thing. So I would just say that and leave it at that. So anyway, um, that is going to pretty much do it for this week. Oh my gosh, we're at the end of the week. So coming up next week, again, we're not, this is the last, this is the last, last week, right? For, um, for, the, um. <laughs> for the new movies, right? There's not going to be too many more new movies. So um, coming up on Hallmark this week, um, you've got Swept Up by Christmas. Um, that is coming up on, which channel is that? I think that's coming, oh, no, Swift Up by Christmas, it was, uh, yesterday. Um, I didn't get a chance to watch it. So, uh, it's on my DVR waiting for me to watch it, so I'll check that one out. Tonight, Cross Country Christmas with Rachel, Rachel Lee Cook, you guys will know her from She's All That, right? So that, um, that movie is coming out. Uh, eight o'clock tonight on Hallmark, and then Project Christmas Wish 
with uh, I think Amanda Schull. I might actually like her. She's been in a couple of like regular romantic comedies that I like. So, um, so I like that uh, Project Christmas Wish that's coming out uh, at ten o'clock on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And then we've got a bunch of Lifetime stuff this week. Uh, that's pretty much it for Hallmark for the new stuff this season. So then we're only left with Lifetime that's coming up with new stuff this week. So Lifetime's got a Christmas break tonight, a spotlight on Christmas, where basically this movie star goes to her hometown and she, uh, and she tries to like be undercover, like, you know, off the grid and somebody's just trying to put her on the grid. So um, a spotlight on Christmas, it's kind of, it looks kind of cute. Um, the, uh, the Christmas high note that comes on Tuesday, Christmas at the castle, another Royal movie <laughs> that comes on Wednesday. And then, tired of that theme. and then, and then a sweet holiday, my sweet holiday comes on Friday. And that is the last, uh, lifetime movie for the week. And then there's, you know, a TV is going to be playing Christmas movies through, through this week, a uh, TV one all day Christmas movies. So if you're uh, up for some diverse black movies, um, TV One, OWN, and BET are going to be showing Christmas movies all day on Christmas Day. So you can, you know, poke in and see what you like there. Um, And so that's pretty much going to do it for this week. Thank you so much to our show editor and music producer, Will B. He created all the custom music for this show. He's on IG at Man Cave Music um, 25. Until next time, remember, at Chicks on Christmas Flicks, we can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. Please don't forget to subscribe and tell your Christmas movie-loving friends about the show. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Audible, and so many, many more. Um, Look for our link in the show notes. You can go there and find whatever um, platform works for you. You can follow us on Twitter. We've got a lot of good stuff happening on Twitter. You can follow us on IG. And until next time, we'll see you. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.